check in with Vaughn Palmer now from the Vancouver Sun. Good morning, Vaughn. Good morning, Simi. Hey, how do you feel about this uh, border news today? Well, my big uh, trip to the States every year is to go all the way to Southern Oregon for the Shakespeare Festival. I haven't been there for two years, and I was kind of thinking optimistically about next year's season, but um, uh, I keep pretty close tabs on what's going on down there, and the little community that we go to is in the southern part of Oregon. Uh, It tends to be the one county in that part of the state that's blue that votes Democrats, so I thought it's an arts community. I mean, how dangerous can it be? But the hospital in that area, the hospitals are overwhelmed with COVID-19 patients. They've got more people in that area with COVID-19 than they did in Portland the last time I checked, so I'm kind of going... Oh, man. <laughs> maybe one more year. Maybe not next year yeah. either, you know. Uh, I uh, I mean, there's all kinds of other reasons for going down there, but uh, that's my big trip every year, and I'm not looking at it at the moment. Well, still there's a lot of questions, too. I know a lot of people have written me this morning saying, yeah, but what about that PCR test that you have to get to come back to Canada? So if yeah. that's still in place, it's not worth it for a lot of people. Yeah, no, I mean, I've been, you know, trying to minimize risks in a whole bunch of ways because I'm an old guy and I'm vulnerable and, and paranoid as well. So, and I'm a pessimist. Yes, that this. we know. So <laughs> I kind of looked at it and went, no, Shakespeare, I think I might pass on you again. Sorry to, sorry to let you down. Well, Shakespeare's not going anywhere. I think you'll be okay. Uh, let's talk about, speaking of you being a pessimist, let's talk about that pandemic briefing, the ones that we weren't supposed to have anymore because we didn't need them. Yeah, back at the end of June, uh, Dr. Henry and Adrian Dix, ah, we're not going to need these things anymore. You know, we're moving on. Uh, so I'm the pessimist. Right. But I but I'm listening to Dr. Henry yesterday and she says, quote, it's going to get harder before it gets easier. Now, this is, you know, soothing bedside manner. Remain calm. Dr. Bonnie Henry, who's telling us it's going to get harder before it gets easier. Flu season is coming. The Delta variant is far from contained. Uh, All previous estimates of whatever level of vaccination it takes to get to herd immunity uh, have been scrapped, and we're airlifting patients out of the northeast who've got COVID-19 and who are unvaccinated and flying them to the provincial capital and to Vancouver. So, oh, man, this thing isn't over yet. We're not out of the woods. No, we are not. And yeah, that was really disheartening to hear Dr. Henry say that's going to get harder before it gets easier. And we've got um, the vaccination day upon us for people in long-term care. It's still, it's like, what, how many workers did they say are still unvaccinated? Well, 2,000, according to Adrian Dix, in long-term care and assisted living staffers. And this is not an estimate. It's from an actual survey they did of members that the operators of those facilities, either public or nonprofit or private, did. And the 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 staff count unvaccinated that uh, the health minister announced yesterday is just under 2,000. And, you know, again, Adrian Dix, who's from a political party that's worked very, very closely with public sector workers, says, look, the penalties for this are, you know, leave without pay and up to and including termination if you don't get vaccinated. So this is pretty serious stuff, but there's still, you know, again, according to the minister, a couple of thousand holdouts.
That's a lot of people. So what's going to happen? Are they going to lose their jobs? Oh, we lost Vaughn there. I think Vaughn accidentally dropped his phone. We were talking about workers in long-term care. We'll get Vaughn back up on the line there in just a second. But we are talking about workers in long-term care, about 2,000 of them, according to Health Minister Adrian Dix yesterday, who are still not fully vaccinated and the consequences of that still not fully known at this point. Now, the government says that they have some contingency plans for staffers who are not going to commit to doing this, but we'll have to wait and see. The other big story that we're going to just catch up with Vaughn in a moment on has to do with Northern Health still being in a crisis state of affairs. Their vaccination rate is still lagging. Their hospitals remain overwhelmed. That the government actually had to charter two planes to airlift patients out. We've got Vaughn back with us. We lost you there for a second, Vaughn, but let's yeah, talk. Simi, <laughs> my worst nightmare. Uh, I'm talking, no one's listening. Oh, well, we're listening now. <laughs> let's talk about this airlift that the government had to charter these airplanes to yeah, bring so patients out. Well, the government, uh, you know, charters two planes. So they, they charter planes all the time for air ambulance service and, they, and that, but they had to add two more, Adrian Dix told us yesterday, and they're, they're airlifting people on Thanksgiving weekend, um, 55 patients, uh, 14 just over the over the Thanksgiving weekend, 43 people who have COVID-19, and 42 of them are unvaccinated. And yeah, I know there are all kinds of reasons, but still, um, you it must be hard in in public health. Uh, and Dr. Henry referred to it yesterday. She said, you know. They've been at this for 20 months, doctors and nurses and public health officials, and this is largely preventable now. Get vaccinated, and you probably won't spread it to anyone. If you do get it, it'll be a mild case. You're not going to end up in hospital. You're not going to end up in the ICU. You're not going to have to be airlifted to a hospital in another region because your hospital is overwhelmed. And let's be blunt about it. You're not going to end up dead. That's the thing yeah. about getting vaccinated, right? And maybe maybe our public health officials should have been more blunt about it longer. But when you're talking about you're going to be in the ICU, you're going to be separated from your family and friends, you're going to give it to your relatives and friends and colleagues, um, and you may lose your job, like, what does it take to get people's attention on this? I do not know. And now we're in the planning stages of, you know, getting the vaccination to kids ages 5 yeah. to 11. They talked about that? Yeah. So uh, Health Canada hasn't ruled on the vaccine for 5 to 11, but Dr. Henry said and Adrian Dick said yesterday the province has is planning to get ready to do it. So they haven't worked out all the details yet, but when it is approved, we will start administering it right away. And, you know, one of the things they said was if you have two children, um, you'll, they'll both get vaccinated at the same time. We're not going to... It will be age-based, but and it'll be regional. They were asked, too, about uh, something that the province's doctors, family doctors, have been asking for for a while, which is why don't you start vaccinating people in their doctor's office? They might be more relaxed there. They know their family doctor if they have one. And they said they're looking at that. They said they hoped to be able to do it, but the, the manufacturer is warning that 
um, the COVID-19 vaccine still has to be shipped frozen. So it becomes an issue of, do you have these low temperature fridge in your doctor's office? So uh, not clear they're going to be able to do that. But they're working on a bunch of things. Another thing they were asked about yesterday, Simi, it's a, a subject of some interest to old people like me, is will there be booster shots available right. for seniors? And she said, look, the first priority is immunocompromised, and those people are getting vaccinated right Right now, they're getting they're getting appointments, but yes, they're looking at booster shots for essentially on the same rollout as we had with the vaccines starting in January of this year. So, age cohorts, um, remote communities, probably First Nations, although she didn't say that, uh, and that is coming as well. So, I expect we'll be. Still talking vaccinations uh, to the end of the year. I noticed she also said yesterday um, we're going to be living with mask mandates for some time to come. So, as I say, uh, Dr. Henry, who is usually fairly optimistic, overly so yeah, in my view, sound is like uh, sounding pretty pessimistic these days. Are you staying in your basement for Halloween? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Simi, I'm... I, can I get away with a bit of black humor here? I don't know. I'm thinking of going as an anti-vaxxer. I'm going to have a tombstone made up, and it's going to say on it, I did my own research. <laughs> and send your emails to Vaughn Palmer. Thank you very much for that, Vaughn. <laughs> Bye-bye, Simi. Sorry, Vaughn Palmer there from the Vancouver Sun.